Hello again, friends of St. Basil. I'm here with Deacon Dave Pecco, and we're here for another episode of Miracle Mondays, where we share real stories of God's healing and transformative and miraculous power, real events. And Deacon Dave has been doing ministry for so long, praying for with people for so many years, and has so many stories. So this is just going to be the first of a couple different episodes we're going to do. And we're going to record them all at once. You'll notice that we're going to be wearing the same shirts for the next couple weeks. But we'll release these on on, uh, on Mondays. Now, your story begins Vermont, 1973. That is correct. Take us there. Oh, Vermont, beautiful country. <clears throat> Don't want to live there, but it's beautiful. <laughs> uh, my wife and I moved there, uh, transferred by my company. Uh, we belonged to a small parish, Sacred Heart Parish, and uh, we got involved with a, a group that prayed. Uh, met every uh, Wednesday night in a little hall in the basement of the church. Roughly about 40 of us, we'd sing, uh, we'd pray, uh, we'd read scripture, we'd share what we thought God was saying to us uh, personally, as well as uh, what God was trying to say to us typically in the Sunday readings and and at the end of the meetings, we would typically pray for people's needs. You know, what do you need? Uh, you know, my back is in pain. I've got a sick daughter. I've got a baby uh, you know, that's ill, and doctors don't know what's wrong. And we just pray for God's intervention, and God would heal them, intervene with them, uh, touch them spiritually, emotionally, physically. But it was... Uh, routine every evening but that was uh it was prayer of faith we believe god's power although we had never experienced a healing because uh, i and i guess in, in one sense when i say never experienced it that many of the things we prayed for that in time would be taken care of anyway a headache would go away back pain would go mm -hmm. away mm -hmm. so there was always the the question well it, did god intervene or was this just going to be healed by itself. Yeah. Uh, but one night, a lady came in uh, that we had never seen before. And Bennington is a very small town. Uh, third largest city mm -hmm. in Vermont, by the way, but uh, 5,000 people. <laughs> you know, one, one third the size of uh, Rexville. But a uh, lady came in we'd never seen before. And uh, she went through the whole meeting. And at the end of the meeting, uh, we always went back into the church and prayed in front of the uh, the the altar and uh, she came up and she said she wanted prayers and I remember asking her because I was one of the people that was there praying with people and she said uh, what do you need prayers for and she said I have been diagnosed with four stage pancreatic ca cancer Wow! and the doctor told me that I was going to be uh, uh, not only terminal but my lifespan was probably no more than 90 days Oh, three months. Three months. And uh, she looked at us and she says, I don't want to die. I want God to heal me. And we never prayed for such a obstacle as fourth-stage pancreatic cancer. But yeah, we, it was usually headaches. Yeah, it was, yeah that was easy. But uh, So just, did she come in uh, with that sort of faith? Did it impress you guys with the faith that she had, that she said, listen... I believe in God and you guys, yeah. and here I am. That's a, that's a great question, Tommy, because I don't, I don't know that at the time it, it just struck me that the, the seriousness of an illness 
and I was willing to pray for her. I guess what struck me more is not what she was doing and her faith, is did I have enough faith to pray for somebody that was terminal, that the doctors had given up hope on? They weren't even going to treat her. They just said, go home and die. We'll Hmm. keep keep you comfortable. So did you feel intimidated at all? Uh, Or was it sort of exciting? Well, I wouldn't call it excitement. I guess it's more of a, you know, as Paul said, when he describes faith, he said it's confident assurance and things unseen and yet believed. Uh, It was more the fact that I began to, through my own journey of faith, know this God who literally says to us in Exodus, I'm the God who heals. And did I believe in that God who heals? Did I believe that God said when he said, ask and you're going to receive? And uh, do I believe when God, Jesus in the upper room said, you will do the things that I do in far greater? Did I believe that? Yeah. So this and, was a challenge to you? Yeah, it was a challenge. And a chance for you to step out. Yep. And, and, I, and I guess I was willing to take that leap of faith and say, okay, God, you, you brought her here. You want us to pray? We're going to pray. And we prayed just as fervently as we prayed for backaches and headaches. So, okay. And uh, the lady was at, you know, at the end of it. She thanked us. Uh, she seemed peaceful. I, I wouldn't say I saw a great confidence in her faith uh, mm-hmm. face that she thanked us and she walked out the door. Uh, we never saw her again uh, until a year later. And, uh, so she didn't die after three months. Uh, well, at the so time, she only came once. You guys met weekly, though. We met weekly, and I, we didn't see her for the next year. And one day I'm walking down Main Street of Bennington, Vermont, and this lady starts walking towards me. Uh, and it was the lady. And I'm just, I, I stopped in my tracks. I was stunned in a way. And I said, oh, my gosh. It's like a, you know, a, a real life living person walking to me that was supposed to be dead. Yeah. And so what did you say to her? I, well, she got up within five feet of me, and I said, my gosh, you're alive. <laughs> and she looked at me and laughed. She said, oh, yeah. And she said, yeah, I should have come back and talked to you. And I'm, well, that would have been nice. But <laughs> yeah. It certainly would have boosted our faith. Uh, you know, sure. We had faith. But, I mean, it, that just the knowledge that and, – and I did say, what happened? And she said, you know, after you all prayed, she said, I felt peaceful. And I went home. And I did what my doctor said. I got all my affairs in order. I talked to my pastor. I had my funeral all planned. I had my, my cemetery plot. Hmm. Took care of my will. My kids know uh, knew what I wanted. They go take care of all my property and uh, how it was going to be dispersed and charities I wanted to give to. And everything was in order. And I just waited to die. Hmm. And she said three months came and went. And four months came and went. And five months came and went. She said I was really feeling much better than I ever felt. And I decided, well, maybe I should go see my doctor because I'm supposed to be dead by now. <laughs> and uh, so she goes to her doctor and she said, he looks at her and said, you know, he was amazed at how I looked and the, the, the color of my skin and the vibrancy in my life. And he ran all the tests that he ran before and he said I had no cancer. Wow. And uh, he himself asked me, he said, what happened? And I said, I was prayed with and he didn't respond to that very, you know, exuberantly. He just said, you were prayed with. And I said, yeah, I was prayed with. People prayed that I would be healed, and I'm healed. And 
he said, well, all I could say is that you're cancer free. So have, so a, have a good day. Have a good life. <laughs> and there she was. Wow. And, and the amazing thing, Tommy, she never, uh, even after that day, she never came back to huh. the prayer meeting. Uh, she just went on with her life. Uh, I would think that if me, that I was healed of, healed of something that I was terminal with, I would have gone back to church every day and give God, you know, just mm-hmm. gratitude and thanks. And it would have changed my life and particularly my, my faith life and how I was living my faith life. But we never saw her again. That Isn't was, that one of those just funny things about human nature? Like even looking in, in the book of Exodus, uh, the Hebrews have 10 miracles performed in a row, those plagues, mm-hmm. and they're set free. Mm-hmm. And it's just a few weeks, months later, they're already complaining. Right. Right. We used to have more better food back when we were slaves in Egypt. And it's like how fickle and how ungrateful we can be. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the story in the Gospels, too, about how many were healed and how many came back to Jesus? Exactly. How, how many? Why is just one back exactly. here to think? I think that's why Moses, particularly in the Old Testament, if you begin to read, you know, the Exodus story, how many times does Moses come back and tell the people, "Remember"? I mean, he uses that that phrase, mm. "Remember what God had done." Remember what God done. Remember, and it was a, a constant mantra. If as you read the Old Testament, you see that Moses is constantly telling them to go back and reflect on what God has done. And and maybe that's when we all could learn that lesson that, you know, we take so much for granted in our faith that, you know, God is going to be there when we need him. And and if he doesn't answer the prayers the way we ask, you know, we where is God? Does God care for me? Does he really understand yeah. what I'm going through? We, we have all this doubt. Uh, and I guess I got to the point where I just never doubt that God is there. He's there. He's always there. Yeah. Well, let's close out with a prayer, all right? Okay. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, Prince of Peace, Miracle Worker, you're the one who's behind every miracle. And we thank you for that night back in a church basement in 1973, small town Vermont. You just worked through a group of people casually meeting but meeting with faith, gathered in your name. We thank you for that miracle you worked with this lady, healing her of cancer, giving her more months, maybe even years of life. We pray that we can be grateful for all the amazing things you've done in our lives and that we too can reach out in faith, knowing that you want to heal us, you want to make us new, but most of all, you want to, you just want to be with us. You want to be united to us in the next life perfectly. So we thank you, Lord, and we love you. And please, we believe, but help our unbelief. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, we're going to have some more stories next week for you. Thank you so much, Deacon Dave, for sharing that one. And we'll see you next week. 